welcome to The Bright Spot, The Bright Spot's edition. I created this spinoff of Finn and my podcast to highlight humans who I believe are bright spots, meaning they are doing something that inspires me, and I hope it will have a similar effect on you, our listeners. This spinoff focuses on bright spot stories, what they believe families are struggling with, and of course, practical tools to address those struggles. So I hope you are able to relate, take what you need, and at the very least, find a bright spot in your day. My guest on this episode of The Bright Spot is someone you may have seen if you watch shows like Today Show, Good Morning America, or CNN, just to name a few, Andrea Warkrick. Andrea was born and raised in New York. Her parents separated when she was eight and split custody. She is a wife and mother to two daughters. Andrea is a money-saving expert. During this episode, she shares how not-so-great spending habits in her 20s, I know I've been there, led her down her career path. She believes inflation is an issue currently affecting families and provides numerous practical money-saving tips. I hope you enjoy it. Hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of The Bright Spot. Today I have um, Andrea Rorock on with me. So we have the same name. So that's pretty awesome. There's not very many people who I get meet with the same pronunciation as my name. Um, I met Andrea last year at the Ramsley Influencer event. Um, and we got to talking because, well, we had, there was going to be three people at the event who were all had the name Andrea, Andrea, uh, however, what a well, however you want to pronounce it, and it was interesting that we just had the same pronunciation. Um, so, Andrea, welcome to the bright spot. Thank you so much for having me on today. And yes, I it is because it's usually Andrea, and that's usually what I get. So I love that. Absolutely. So, Andrea, do you mind telling people a little bit about yourself and your story? Yes, and okay. So, giving giving you the quick version. I'm a money-saving expert. I never knew that this role existed or never thought this is who I was going to become today. In fact, when I was younger, I definitely did not think that I was good with money, but but what I experienced and the struggles that I uh, went through definitely helped put me where I am today. Um, just really quick background. I grew up in a frugal family, so I guess I had the, the foundation to be savvy with money. My family, my grandparents came from Ukraine, so they didn't have a lot of money and they, we just, you know, lived frugally. I wasn't just given handouts. Well, fast forward to my 20s, my first job out of college, making money, feeling, you know, rich compared to how I was living in college and trying to keep up with a lifestyle I couldn't really afford put me into a bad position. Not only did I have student loans like most people who graduate college do, but I was going out going out drinking with friends, going out to eat at nice restaurants, buying brand name clothing so that I fit in at the office. Um, and so, you know, this obviously was causing me to go down a path where I just felt like I was drowning in debt. And I had a moment, and I'm lucky for this moment, that I realized ooh, the way I was 
moving forward wasn't going to set me up for success. And finding a man to support me financially was not looking, you know, isn't really something that I knew I could rely on. And that the only person who I could rely on was myself. And if I wanted to, you know, have that house that I always dreamed of as a kid or any type of financial security, I needed to make a change. So I moved out of New York City. I found, um, I just wanted to change my whole lifestyle, but I also changed a lot of my habits. I moved in with roommates. I took on side hustles. I stopped spending money on things I couldn't afford. And I just doubled down on paying off my debt. And then um, slowly but surely, I started to, you know, make progress. And I found myself finally feeling like I could come up for air under that debt struggle. And then at the same time, I ended up working with um, a personal finance company, a site that promoted saving and healthier money habits. And it was just like a perfect storm where the, the everything aligned, you know, it was just at the right place at the right time, I guess you could say. And I started working with media and sharing my story and my tips or what helped me get out of debt and started blogging and writing about it. And then here I am today as a money and budgeting lifestyle expert. I've had the opportunity to share my tips on national media with shows like Today, Good Morning America, CNN, MSNBC, ABC World News. And I write for a lot of different lifestyle and personal finance sites. And my tips are practical, easy to understand, easy to um, implement, because I really know that people... Um, don't understand finances and they just want tips that they can implement quickly. So that's kind of what I focus on. And that's awesome. And I so much appreciate that because I always, always get frustrated when I hear people like saying like, Hey, you should do this. And then like, I think about it and I'm like, that's not practical. Like people can't actually do that and they're going to get so frustrated because they think that they should be able to do that. Exactly. Yes. I think um, there's a lot of financial advice out there that isn't geared towards real consumers and families and parents who are working and have kids who do need to rely on convenient services and things like that and don't have the time to do all the research um, or maybe don't have that much extra flexibility in their budget for certain you know, investments or things like that. So um, yeah, I mean, I really like to cater my tips to working families, working parents who don't have a lot of time, but who can, um, who can find savings easily. Okay, so Andrea, what is what do you think families are currently what are some issues, struggles, challenges that families are currently facing? Well, it's no surprise. Inflation is real. We are seeing prices across many consumer goods going up. And this is definitely affecting all consumers, but especially families who have kids that, that they need to feed, get to school and their activities and dress them and buy toys for the holidays. I mean, we're seeing prices everywhere jumping. In fact, the consumer price index, which was just released um, at the beginning of November, found that what we're, we're paying over 6% more across the board with things costing more like groceries, gas, energy, and some of the prices at the grocery store are jumping up to 20, are, are, are up over 25%, like beef. Oh my goodness. 
yeah, I mean, this is, this is huge. And I mean, I have little kids, so luckily we don't, they don't eat too much, but you know, for people who have teenagers, boys who are eating uh-huh. a lot of food, this is expensive. So yeah, just the other day, my husband came home and he's like, do you know how much a pound of beef is? And he was like, so I went with this other like meat for this dish that we were to do because I can't remember how much it was, but that's in like, you know, middle midwest like where prices aren't as high as probably as the coasts right yeah and so you know i mean i definitely have a bunch of different tips i don't know if you want me to get into all of them but some things um that you can that you really want to do is tighten up your grocery shopping i think a lot of people look at groceries as essential but they overlook the fact that there are certain things that you're buying at the food store that aren't essential and that's just inflating how much you're spending on groceries So I like to spend time meal planning, thinking about every meal that I need to prepare for the week, and then looking for recipes that use the same ingredients. Because how often do you buy something for one meal and then you don't use all of it and you end up throwing it in the trash? Just think about how much that costs and how much you're now just throwing away. That's like just throwing your hard-earned dollars right into the trash. So really tightening up your grocery shopping plan. We do that all the time, Andrea. I love that. You're you're right there with me. Um, Mm -hmm. I also do a fridge check every week. Things that are nearing the expiration date, I pull them to the front of the fridge so we don't forget to use them or I incorporate that into my meal plan. And then when you are at the store looking for those sales, like are there, you know, I love that your husband went for an alternative. My husband would have just grabbed the more expensive meat. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, look for those alternative options. Are there I, are there meats or any kind of fresh foods that are nearing the expiration date that have made, that were maybe marked down? These are what I call manager markdowns. Ask a store associate where they keep these. Do they have a sale or clearance section? Or maybe it's an end cap at the end of the aisle where you can see which grocery grocery items are on sale and kind of incorporate that into your meal plan. And then, you know, always check the unit price and those pre-season, pre-cut foods, whether it's, you know, a fruit platter, meat platter, or even the chicken that's put on a kebab or that's a fish that's already been marinated. These cost more. They cost anywhere Mm -hmm. from 60 to 100% more than if you just bought the whole version, the, you know, unprepared version. It doesn't take a lot of time to do it yourself. Just, you know, carve out a little bit of time, maybe do all your prep work one night so you have it ready to go for the rest of the week. And, you know, those are just like a couple of examples of how you can tighten up your grocery spending. But, you know, it could really help out a lot. And, you know, just, you know, put the blinders on and avoid those, you know, Oreo cookies and the uh, guacamole display that tempts you to buy things you don't need. And I think like going off of that, Andrea, like the probably the biggest tip saver that my husband and I have noticed is um, because we just paid off our house and then we're working on saving up for a brand new Jeep for me, um, which I'm super excited about. And so one of the things that we decided to do was like, hey, we're going to shop at Aldi because you can save so much money if you just grocery shop at Aldi. Yes, they definitely have some of the best prices around. And first of all, can I just say amazing and congratulations that you paid off your house. That Mm -hmm. is a goal that everybody should strive towards. You have definitely reached an amazing level of financial freedom right there. So nice work there. Um, So yeah, so in addition to talking about, you know, like where you shop, um, you know, I kind of wanted to just start with like a really basic budgeting tip that I think all families can 
think about and use, but it's looking at not just, you know, setting a budget, but being really realistic about what that budget should include and also um, looking for potential money wasters in your budget. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who think I'm not wasting any money and everything (laughs) that I'm spending money on right now is necessary and there's no flexibility. You know, and I think we're, you know, humans are habit or creatures of habit. And so you just kind of get into this like regular monthly spending routine and you just are used to how much you spend and you don't think there's any ways to save. But I would challenge everybody to tackle each expense in their budget over this next week or month, however much time you have, and look to see if there are any ways to reduce your spending. And a few bucks all adds up. So for instance, you know, maybe look at those reoccurring bills, are your cable, your internet, your wireless, your data, um, those types of bills. It, are there competitor offers out there that are cheaper? Would it make sense to switch? Or can you leverage that and negotiate for a better rate? Are you actually using all the channels or the internet speed or all the data you're paying for? If not, reduce to a lower tier plan going to help you save? Have you subscribed to a bunch of different entertainment, video streaming services, music streaming, maybe during the pandemic because you weren't going out as much? Well, chances are now that you are back to your regular schedule, your kids are in school, you're out doing activities, you're not using all those. So figure out which ones you can cut back on um, to help save money. And then also your insurance. This is something easy to implement whether it's your homeowner's insurance or your car insurance. If you have not looked at your policy and haven't reviewed your price in the last few years, chances are you've you've, uh, experienced some price hikes without really paying attention and you're missing out on savings. I just urge you to run a quick comparison online. There are some really great competitor offers right now. You can even bundle these services to help you save. And you could even increase your deductible if you have money and savings to reduce your overall payment. I actually just did this over six months ago and I shaved $1,200 off my annual homeowner's premium. Big savings, people could do a lot with that money, go on vacation, buy Mm -hmm. holiday gifts. So, you know, again, these are just a few small little strategies and something that you can implement today to look for some savings. And I would second what Andrea just said about the kind of looking at the insurance and getting a cost comparison because we did the same thing. My husband asked our insurance broker to run a comparison and he found like, again, $1,200 worth of savings across the year across all of our insurances. I love that. Yeah, that's amazing. And, you know, a lot of people don't think one, I think a lot of people assume that they're locked into their policy and they can't switch or they just don't think about it. You get into your routine and you're not thinking about how can you save on your different expenses. But if you kind of make a plan, maybe you say, okay, up until the end of the year, I'm going to tackle each different expense each week to see if there's some room to save, make that part of your agenda. Um, And you'd be surprised how much extra money you can uncover. And, you know, we're talking about, you know, the holidays are upon us. Everything is costing more. One of my biggest things that I really want to press upon people is the importance of being mindful about how much you're spending. And this isn't just during the holidays, but especially during the holidays, but really Mm -hmm. throughout the year really limit those impulse purchases. That is a huge drain on people's budgets. 
And I don't think a lot of people realize how much they waste on impulse. Maybe it's, you know, $5 here, $10 here, a couple bucks here. It all adds up and that money could be going towards something more important. Or if you're in debt, it could be helping you get out of debt. And so a couple of quick strategies on, you know, pinpointing these um, impulse spending issues is first figure out what's triggering you to buy things you don't need. Is it because you're browsing your favorite retail sites when you're bored or when you're when you're watching TV and not even paying attention because it's so easy to buy something with a single click? Mm-hmm. Is it because you can't resist a sale? Maybe you get email alerts or push notifications on store apps. Or do you walk into Target and you always buy a bunch of things you don't need even though you just ran in for diapers or groceries, right? I love the Target meme where it's like five plus two plus three plus, you know, 10 equals $400. Exactly. We all do it. Um, And one, you know, and what I realized was, yeah, it it took me, I noticed that I was buying clothes and things for my kids that I didn't need. And so I just stopped going to Target. And now I can go in there and I know I don't need those things. Like I was able to kind of wash it out of uh, out of my habit. Um, and, and you know, one way would be to order curbside pickup instead. And so that you're only getting exactly what you ordered and not even facing those temptations. So once you know what those triggers are, you can make a plan to avoid them. So it could be unsubscribe from email newsletters, turn off those push notifications or delete the apps all in completely. Delete your credit card information, your shipping details and retailer accounts or like on Amazon so that it's not so easy to buy something without a thought. The time it takes you to get your credit card could be enough to make you realize you didn't need that item in the first place. And then lastly, if you buy because you're dealing with your emotions, you feel really bad about a fight with your spouse, or maybe you had a really great day at the office and you want a new client, so you want to go reward yourself. Find other ways to deal with those emotions because spending money is just going to sabotage you in the long run. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Andrea, for coming on The Bright Spot. How can people kind of get in contact with you or follow you, those kind of things? Yes, you can find me on social media. I keep it really simple, Andrea Warrock across Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and that is spelled W-O-R-O-C-H. And you can find me at andreawarrock.com. I actually just dropped a new free holiday budget planner, and you can also get a uh, more in-depth holiday uh, budget tracker and savings habit tracker for just 99 cents on my site as well. Perfect. Thank you so much, Andrea. I'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Bright Spot, Bright Spots Edition. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell your friends, give us a rating, and subscribe to our podcast. We hope that you were inspired by the story and can use the tools and share them with those you love to create a bright spot in your day.